Welcome to the Minister's Friend podcast with pastor and author Dr. John Kimball. The Minister's Friend is a podcast helping pastors and other church workers navigate the challenges of leading the flock. John has been a church planter, a local church pastor, a seminary professor, and a denominational leader. He coaches and mentors pastors and missionaries around the world. Drawing on over 30 years of experience in local, regional, and national ministry, John and some of his colleagues provide practical guidance on the topics you request. We are so glad you've joined us. And now, here's our host, Pastor John. Thank you so much, Anna. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Minister's Friend Podcast. Those who know me know that I have three huge concerns about the health of Jesus' church here in North America. The church doesn't pray like it should. The church doesn't make disciples like it should. And the church doesn't read the scripture as consistently as it should. Studies confirm my own observations that most Christians in the U.S. today don't read their Bible every day, and most only open it on Sunday morning at church, if at all. If God's Word is one of the primary ways He communicates with us, we are literally hampering our relationship with our Heavenly Father when we limit our engagement with the Scriptures. Today, we begin a brand new series on the incredible Immerse Bible Reading Experience. Immerse is a partnership between the Institute for Bible Reading and Tyndale Publishers. The idea is to foster an easy way for people to get back into the habit of reading their Bible every day. And it works. In a bit, I'll talk about how Immerse has benefited the folks of my own church plant. But first, I'd like to introduce you to the two men who spearheaded the formation of this wonderful tool. I had the distinct privilege of sitting down with Paul Caminiti and Glenn Powell to learn more about the development of Immerse. It was a fascinating conversation. In today's segment, we'll introduce you to Paul as he recounts his own path on the Immerse journey. Well, I am very excited today. We have a very special episode, series of episodes of the Minister's Friend podcast. I've got with me today Paul Caminiti and Glenn Powell, who are the developers of the Immerse Bible Reading Experience. And uh, we'll talk about it as we go through the interview time, but this is a, a tool that has had a profound impact on our little church, and uh, I'm just excited that we have a chance today to find out how it started and where it all came from. Gentlemen, welcome to the Minister's Friend Podcast. Hey, John. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, delighted to be on, John. This is really exciting. So uh, introduce to yourselves, your, your families, the ministries that you have. Let us learn a little bit about you. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn you're younger than me by what, decade or two? Why don't you start? Yeah, many years. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a Colorado native. I grew up here. I live in Palmer Lake now and really um, was a, a Bible high school teacher and uh, then got into Bible publishing at Biblica which was then known as the International Bible Society. And uh, there's a story there that leads to uh, what Paul and I have done with Immerse. Uh, but we're, we're here, happy in the foothills of the Colorado Rockies, and uh, two grown boys, and um, really glad to be with you today. Oh, it's great to have you with us. Paul, how about you? Yeah, um, I'm Italian. Um, that's probably, that'll explain a lot of things, you know, as the... <laughs> as the broadcast goes on, but uh, I live in Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan, 
um, and uh, married for 47 years to uh, two grown children and uh, and four grandchildren. Uh, I love reading. Um, I love the Bible. Um, my son is a professional golfer, so I, I have to be an avid golfer uh, just to you know stay in the family. But um, like like Glenn, um, a good part of my career has been uh, surrounded with the Bible. So I pastored for 15 years, uh, loved it, expected to stay in the ministry, you know, uh, forever and ever. Amen. Uh, but there was a, a family illness about 15 years in. And uh, so I, I had what I thought was going to be just a short stint in business while we were uh, trying to, to get some things settled. And uh, it turned into to 10 years. Um, and it, it was an unusual situation, but it, it put me in a u- unusual category in that, um, you know, I, I had two sets of knowledge and two sets of skills, both ministry and business. Um, didn't plan it that way, but in time, um, Zondervan Publishing uh, um, entered into my orbit. They liked mm-hmm. that I looked at life from both sides. Um, and so uh, in time, I became the Bible publisher there. Oh, okay. And uh, and and so did that for, for about a decade. And then with Glenn and with two other colleagues, um, we have formed the Institute for Bible Reading. Um, we built ourselves as an activist think tank working to change the way the world mm. reads the Bible. Well, gentlemen, it's great to have you both with us today. I would love to hear the story of the immersed Bible reading experience and where it came from. Um, I'll, I'll tell a little bit about what it's done for us in a minute, but oh my goodness, what a tool. So what's the background of that? I think for both Glenn and I, uh, it began with uh, something of a crisis of conscience and, um, uh, in two different in two different areas, and so I think we can both tell our stories, and then I think providentially our our two stories uh, came together. But um, as as the publisher at Zondervan, um, er, early on in my um, in my tenure there, I, I began to have a crisis of conscience, specifically about the Bibles that we were publishing. So we were the world's you know, leading Bible publisher by far, we used to sell about 7 million Bibles a year. Wow. But our publishing strategy was was very simple. We uh, um, we published niche Bibles, one after another, after another, and men's Bibles, women's Bibles, you know, Bibles for teenagers. We, leadership Bibles, we'd explored every niche. People kind of were, would snarkily say to me, you know, when are you going to do the left-handers dyslexic Bible? You've done everything else. But my, my crisis of conscience really began, you know, asking the question, when the Spirit gave us the gift of scriptures, is this what he had in mind? And I began to ask the question about giving an external lens to the Bible, whether it's a male lens or a female lens, because lenses can clarify, but they can also distort. And uh, as we got into this a little further, um, I was challenged to do some uh, research, and we began to query people who were reading our study Bibles and our devotional Bibles. And we discovered to our chagrin that they were reading the notes, the devotions, the prayers, and uh, just not much of the text. And wow. so we, we knew that the thing that we had, had were cons- was cons- 
that we were concerned about was was a genuine um, concern. And so that uh, that actually led um, to further research. Um, and, you know, what we began to discover was really the state of the Bible could be described in two um, trajectories, a trajectory that's uh, soaring and a trajectory that's in free fall. And the, the trajectory that's soaring is the access trajectory. You know, everybody has a Bible. Uh, the average household in North America, we discovered, owns four and a half Bibles. Um, the average Christian household owns something like 11 Bibles when you factor in children's Bibles and, uh, and children's storybooks. Uh, little known fact, but every year in North America, and, and I just rechecked this data, we sell over 25 million Bibles. Wow. Yeah. Which, which means the Bible's not only, you know, the best selling book of all times, but it's the best selling book every, every single year. So if access were the issue, as we say, um, you know, in North America, and those are North America numbers, by the way, we would be living in spiritual nirvana. Uh, and that obviously is not the case because the opposite is true. The, the second line is a divergent line. It trends down. In fact, it's in free fall, and that's the Bible reading trend line. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of data that we could talk about, but, you know, just one simple data point is that um, on average since 1985, that's when Gallup began mm-hmm. studying um, Bible reading trends. Okay. Since 1985, we've been losing on average about 700 Bible readers a day. A day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. And that's right. just North America. That's North America. Wow. Sure. And you know, when we were discovering some of this, we had a consultant that was working with us, and and you know, religious groups was not really you know his forte. He was working with Motorola and with Unilever and with Lenovo computers, etc. And he said to us, uh, because I think he was shocked that we weren't shocked. Uh, he said, if you were in any of the industries that I'm in, uh, and you found out that there were 700 people a day that, you know, were going to turn away from whatever product it was that you were producing, if you were, you know, PF Chang's and you found out that there were 700 people a day that said, I don't think I'm going to ever have another bite of Chinese food, everybody would be alarmed. Um, the board would be alarmed and, and for sure what would be happening is that the people would be saying something has to be done. You can't just sit yeah. on this. Yeah. Um, some, some, some change has to take place because this, this is not, uh, this is not sustainable. So anyhow, that was kind of my entree into, um, okay. uh, saying we have to find a new way. We have to explore a new way. Um, and Glenn came at it from another direction. He was having his own kind of crisis of conscience, but in a different area. There's an important principle that we need to trust when it comes to a tool like the Immerse Bible Reading Experience. In Isaiah's prophecy, God teaches us that the rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It's the same with my word, says the Lord. I send it out, and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Isaiah 55, 
10 and 11. The principle is this. God's word does not return back to him empty. It always produces its fruit. It will accomplish the purposes for which he sent it. If we can get people to read and engage the scriptures, God's word in partnership with the Holy Spirit will do the rest. My own congregation is small. We're a church plant in greater Orlando. My folks are hard workers, and they're very faithful. We're growing, and we're striving to build relationships for Jesus' purposes every single day. The discovery of Immerse has been huge for us. We have seven Immerse groups, each meeting on different days or evenings of the week. Now, for a church with only two active life groups, that's enormous! We have more than twice as many people in our Immerse Bible reading groups than we typically have in worship on a Sunday morning. And several of those are people who are either not regular in their own local congregation or they're unattached to a church altogether. And what's more, people are learning things they have not known before and they're asking great questions about these discoveries with several really good questions coming my way every single week. All of this is the result of the Immerse Groups. In the weeks ahead, we're going to learn a whole lot more about this great tool. Today, we heard from Paul Caminiti. Next time, we're going to hear from Glenn Powell. He has a similar story about how God fostered the vision and passion for Immerse in his heart. That's coming up next time on The Minister's Friend. Thanks so much for letting others know about our podcast. We don't advertise, so your recommendation to friends, family, and others in ministry is the only way that we can expand our reach. If you find the Minister's Friend podcast to be a blessing, would you please take some time right now and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen. Subscribing actually helps us quite a bit. And also, if you would, please consider leaving us a review. We do read them, and so do others. I'm glad you were with us for today's episode. Drop us an email and tell us what you're learning. Or send us a topic that you'd like to see us cover. Thanks for joining us here on the Minister's Friend Podcast. Let's do this again real soon. You've been listening to the Minister's Friend Podcast with pastor and author John Kimball. Be sure to check out today's show notes for additional tools, resources, and information. If today's episode has been helpful to you, let us know. You can shoot us an email at podcast at johnrkimble.com. That's podcast at johnrkimble.com. You can also leave a note on our Facebook page. These are also the best ways to suggest topics for future shows. We want to hear from you. And please tell your friends about us. Until next time, may God bless you and your ministry with great fruit for His kingdom. Bye!